All right. I want to say welcome back to all those VCS families that are tuning in. We are on our third episode of this mini podcast series, The TechWise Family, Everyday Steps for Putting Technology in Its Proper Place. Thank you for joining us today. As always on this podcast series, I'm joined by my lovely wife. Thanks for being here, Amber. Hello. Uh, so the first thing I want to jump in and start with, last week we had an action item. Uh, it was look and discuss. If you remember, what's at the center of your home? What do you see and uh, what does that mean for your family? So what did we see and what do we want to share about that, Amber, that action item for us? Well, I did actually like take note um, and do my homework and I came to conclusion that food is at the center <laughs> of the Davis household. Fair enough. Isaac, even I think he said, Mom, we shouldn't call it dinner. We should call it feasting because um, we do it so often. Um, and we're very blessed that many times we get to sit around the table together. So um, that's what I, that was, that was my answer. Okay. You know, I suppose there are worse things to have at the center of your home. That'll be some good food for thought. You see what I did there? <laughs> All right. So we are, uh, for those of you who are tuning in, and some of you who may be tuning in for the first time, we are working through this book, The TechWise Family, and today we're going to be reviewing chapters three and four, chapters three and four, and next week we'll be reading chapters five and six. So this week, chapter three, structuring time. I want to open with initial uh, an initial question for uh, those listeners to consider, how does your evening routine and morning routine revolve around technology? It's kind of a, a theme that sort of developed in this chapter. And so um, I want to be very honest with all of our families who are listening. I've recently made a change here, and I only recently made a change, Amber. That was actually when I read the book, The Common Rule. I would highly recommend it for anybody who's listening you actually gave me that book. And one of the things that I just wasn't very mindful of, to be frank, was I was checking my phone right before I went to bed. And the first thing when I got up in the morning, I'd literally roll over. And the first thing I would do is turn on the phone and I would see what happened over the course of the night. And so, you know, I just know that for me personally, it created uh, a sense of stress. I wasn't focused on the the right things. It, it certainly wasn't a peaceful routine. So I, I want to throw this out to you, Amber. Um, what do you think? Provide an honest assessment. How do you think we do personally in this area? Well, I thought one thing that works to our advantage of um Maybe I'm just not as cool as you because um, I will check my phone in the morning. But since we both are early birds, uh, nobody's texted me yet or no emails have come through quite yet. But it was convicting that um, other than just looking for I'm not a big social media person. I've been off that for about a year. But um but my calendar is on my phone and my audio Bible's on my phone and even my prayer lists are on my phone. So I am immediately drawn to my phone in the morning um, and I have recently kind of made the change that um, doing more of a printed version with a little binder with prayer lists and having ah, a physical Bible. So you don't Bible. have to connect to your phone, you mean? Exactly, exactly, so that I can uh, stay off that because it's just, for me... I'm old-fashioned, I guess, but a book, it just feels so much more um, than looking on my phone at something. 
You know, this is a challenge for parents. I'm going to challenge our parents on the, our kids' side here in just a moment. It's a little different for us on the kids' side. You know, Isaac being six, Grace being four, they don't have phones yet. Mm-hmm. Although, quick funny story, we bought some phones from the garage, a garage sale that they thought would be funny. People we bought them from said they don't work. Well, somehow Isaac creatively found a way to charge them and fired them up today. So, random story. So, uh, they had phones for about 60 seconds or so they thought. But they, but our kids <laughs> don't have phones. But for us, you know, I think as adults, it is rather challenging to disconnect from technology because our, our lives are organized on these, these little devices. And yet I know that for me personally, um, it, it represents peace of mind. It represents being able to, to disconnect it from my morning and, and evening routine. And it, you know, it, it also, it cha- admittedly, my devotional time with the Lord, my prayer time, my Bible reading time, it's in the morning. And I find it difficult to be thoughtful and prayerful uh, before God when I start thinking about the business of the day. So that's kind of a, a difficulty for me. So let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about chapter four. Chapter four, the title for chapter four was uh, Waking and Sleeping. So with chapter four, I want to read a quote uh, from chapter four. So I really loved the title of this part of the book. He says, um, author Andy Crouch titles this little section, Sweet Dreams, Little Smartphone. Uh, reminds me of Goodnight Moon. It's kind of what, what I think of when I, when I read that. It's the wonderful children's book. He says, so we need a simple discipline. Our devices should go to bed before we do. And to add a nudge to that discipline, it's by far the best if their bedroom is as far from ours as possible. And I will close the quote right there. And I will just say that until I read this, my phone has, even when I was trying to be intentional about not being on my phone right before going to bed and not jumping on my phone right first thing in the morning, my phone was still right next to me. And uh, I don't know about you, everybody else out there, I don't have that much self-discipline. <laughs> and that's a, that's a challenge. So now my phone, we're recording this right here in our kitchen, and that's where my phone stays and sleep in the bedroom. That's been huge for me. Um, uh, again, Amber, honest assessment. How do we do here? And what do you think we can and maybe should do differently? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I really was um, convicted by that nudge because we do put our phones in a predictable spot. And because of that, um, we save precious time by not having to always look for our phone everywhere. That's true. They don't get lost. But at the same time, I always know where it's at. And so it's always kind of pulling. And we're always in the kitchen. So it always kind of pulls me back. So I was kind of thinking maybe we need a lock on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Instead. but but yeah, I, I definitely agree that willpower is much harder at night for me as well. Um, my phone is more tempting yeah. in the evening. You know, he says, I want to read one more part from Andy Crouch. This is on page 119, at least the book that I have. And uh, I want to read this to you. And then in the morning, rather than rolling over to check for whatever flotsam and jetsam arrived in the night, He's talking about notifications on our phones. I find that to be a fascinating uh, description of the notifications that come in over the night. He says, and do something 
anything before plugging in. Stretch, shower, open the front door for a moment and breathe the morning's air, humid or frigid as it may be. It's not frigid in Northern California. We've got beautiful weather. Make coffee and tea and wait for the brew to finish. There's something to discover in these moments. And he says, basically, that is not connected to your phone. I'm paraphrasing there. And so I, I, I want to jump in here and let's move right into the action item challenge for this podcast. I am titling it Rhythms for the Action Item Challenge. So here's what I want everybody to do. This is going to be our action item challenge as well, Amber. So I want everybody listening, ask yourself, what are your evening and morning rhythms with technology? Just pay attention. What do you do? And 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 is this something where uh, you need to make a change? And so I just think as a community, as a VCS community, let's commit to, and I mean for us and for our kids, let's separate technology from sleeping. And let's put something else in its place. Like he says, whatever that other thing might be. Let's put something else in its place. So that's the action item challenge, rhythms. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we're going to be uh, reviewing chapters five and six. If you haven't read those chapters, I want to encourage you to read those. Tune into the podcast. And we thank you so much for listening in. And we look forward to being back with you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Bye.